are back. Fuel Sin's here for three more years and Joel Savage is going on his jollies. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Simon, Cameron and Hammy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. A full house, boys. Simon's almost here. He's just not here right now. Um, how you doing, Cameron? Nice summer? Nice summer, but um, aye. It was uh... It was lovely, it went very quickly. Doesn't feel like that long since I last spoke to you. Really <laughs> pleased to be back. I said, I know, I know you don't listen to the, the podcast, but I was saying last week how uh, you took me to Gorgie Farm for the first time. Because you thought it was a myth. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those I just had to see it for myself. I was the shittest myth ever. <laughs> every time we've ever, like, Referenced Gorgie Farm on this podcast. You thought we were talking about somewhere that didn't actually. You've well, done some shady stuff to me over the years. It's true. I just thought it could be another one. No, there is a farm just off Gorgie Road, and uh, this podcast endorses it. Well worth a visit. When the llamas. Um, the llamas are cute. My. I like the birds. I like how there's just a bird cage in a shed at one point. <laughs> For the budgies. Aye, one the budgies. Um, but I start off with the, the news as usual, shall we? Um, and the big the big contract news of the week. Woo! Robin Nielsen, Lee McCulloch and Gordon Forrest have been given new three-year contracts with the club. Uh, moving on to the Reserve League. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Uh, Hammy, how are you feeling about that? Ah, it's well deserved. You can't, you can't say it's not been deserved. So, I, I, I maybe would have held on a bit personally, um, seeing how the season goes. But um, nah, they, they all three of them deserve it, and another three years. Woo! Yeah, Paddy, you're you're nodding. You think it should have been left a, a wee bit longer? Um, to be honest, just for the meltdown you had, I think it was the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> I never had a meltdown. That's a lie. Um, I think it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's in the kind of way the club does business now and they were at a contract at the end of the season, right? So, yeah. yeah, it would have made sense that it was probably always going to happen at this point. Um, surprised it wasn't earlier in the summer, to be honest. Uh, yeah, no, in hindsight, same. Like, and the biggest... The critic in me says we should have waited until like the World Cup, waited until December, see how the season starts. But you could imagine that Nielsen's pressure in the club as well to get signed up. And it does make it more attractive for players coming to the club that they can see the long-term vision includes the manager who's had a say in bringing them to the club and all that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fair play. Um, and let's have a good season. No negativity. Let's just have a good season. Nielsen. We're still playing a back five at home against Ross County, but we'll come on to that. <laughs> um, the Reserve League. What all the push this was. Um, announced days before the start of the season. Um, so in due to this, Hearts, Celtic and Rangers, um, considering we've already got Colts, aren't included in this, along with other teams like St Mirren, who are just tin pot two tin pots to have enough players. So there's a, a 10-team reserve league being formed for the season. So they'll just play each other once, just nine games. Good for the most point of Singapore. Yeah. yeah, I think I said it in the chat. It just seemed very, very snidey. It was like, oh, you know what? We'll chuck something together that they've been asking for for years. Just to... I don't know. So it seems like they've just done it to say that they've done something rather than put any actual thought in it. Yeah. No, just pointlessly, just maybe give a proposal with a year's notice and actually do it properly. Yeah. Um, that would be sensible. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, it's not the SFA way. Um, last week, we were we were right confused about um, Cammy Smith 
playing for the Colts and wondered what the terms were. Like, if you played for the Colts once, does that mean you can't play for the first team and all that? Um, but Hammy, that's all became a bit clearer, hasn't it? The the five game thing. Yeah, so you're allowed to play five senior games. Um, is it between sort of transfer windows? So you can yeah. play five games now between now and uh, January, I guess, and then five games after that as well. If he plays over those five games, he can't then play for the B team. Does it work um, the other way as well? No, I don't think so. I don't believe so. Right. He can play as many times as he wants for the B team um, and still get his games for the the actual full team. I'm led to believe. Right, but, okay, okay. But um, I was, I'll be honest, a game will probably come out there, but we only named... We named a, a subsequent one it missing place, which I'd, uh, <laughs> which uh, Henderson's in that B team. I, I don't know. It's, Is Henderson in the B team? I'm sure he was in the B team at the weekend there, yeah. Was he? Is that what he had to do to get a chance? It's, it's bonkers. Eh? You and Henderson banging goals in, in League One last season. Same with with Cammy Smith. He was like what Young Player of the Year, yeah. Queens Park. <laughs> now that's some dropping into the Lowlands League. Um, aye, it's just weird. Yeah, you're right. He never made the bench. I did see him so on on Saturday. So he's doing that thing where he has to hang around. Remember when they made him warm up for <laughs> ten minutes last season and then sent him out alone. <laughs> yes, it does seem like that. So. I wonder, oh, really? I mean, we'll get on it, I wonder if it was, if the missing space is purely because we thought Kingsley was going to be fit and something happened in the morning. Possibly, yeah. yeah. But you bring more players to Tynecastle for that reason. Like there was, um, I'm trying to think who else was there, but Josh Ginelli was one. But he was so late. He I saw him parking up and going walking onto the park at like half two. On Saturday, he was just like, "Oh right, who he's doing to the players and that," then just sat down for a bit. It's pointless, eh? But there's people there. Get them on the bench. I read on Twitter the day that he's asked to be let go. So this was from a completely random, unverified account. So I would say it's one hundred percent true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's well doing the pecking order now. So if he wants first team football. Wouldn't you be surprised? Yeah. Especially if we bring it in, and I imagine you're getting on to that, the, the South Korean boy, and he's a winger and all. Yeah, you know, I might just mention it, Paddy, just in passing. <laughs> <laughs> right, excited about that. Um, well, yeah, that, that's interesting then. I, I, I thought it worked the other way as well, Hammy, with the five games thing. Um, like, I thought it was like a squad uh, register issue, but... That's that's sound, um, but pointless at the same time. <laughs> um, Cameron, Christoph Berner retired. Pie the month is still kebab. Uh, it was, but you couldn't buy one, so I ended up with a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they just not have any? But they still had other signs up. Uh, this was in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> Popular prize. Some things don't change. I think Lothian is an outrageous organisation. Eh? And <laughs> um, in, in Christoph Berra, Cameron, retired from football. You know, like, having been out, I was thinking that um, having been out after the game on Saturday, I'm thinking, no, still got it. I'm gonna, I was going through the Christoph Berra. I was like, no, we'll go back to this season, see if we can still kind of handle it, keep up. I think, to be honest, I feel exactly the same way he must have. And I went, you know what? This game's passing me by. I cannot handle these points. I am finished. I am hanging up my boots. <laughs> and a bit like uh, Christoph Berra's final games uh, for Hearts, there's videos there and there's video footage of you from Saturday night, which will also be out there forever. <laughs> um, bye. Christoph Berra. Excellent player on his day, but really did fizzle out towards the end. Um, and he's just really not helping himself when on media duties now. 
is he, Harry? Pretty much, yeah. He seems to have... Um, I don't know. I always feel like he never really took getting told to fuck off very well. Um, and he's just mm-hmm. got a bit of a bean his bonnet about. But you know what? He was a good servant for Hearts. He'd done well. So, good luck. Whatever you end up doing. Yeah. Paddy, is this a... I'm sure you've said fuck off better on this <laughs> podcast several times. I mean, at the time, it was... It was the right thing to say because there literally is buses that turn quicker than Christoph Vera. <laughs> yeah. Those salmon leaping days are well over. I think it was the right right decision. It was strange that he pulled out literally I think it was the, the week leading up to the start of the season there. So you know, it's not like he's decided at the end of last season. Strange one. He's maybe had a wee uh, an injury or something's came up and he's went, you know what, just gonna call it a day. He's had pre-season and going, I cannot be fucked with this shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the commute to Kirkcaldy, Christ. <laughs> and aye, that's better. Um, loyalty points. For Easter Road, uh, it came out, first release was 105, uh, leaving a lot of season self-entitled season ticket holders, including ourselves, rather unhappy. <laughs> um it's down to what, like 95 now, and it looks like it's going to drop again. But that is, it's been interesting reading some of the threads, isn't it? I was, um, I'm surprised it's not sold out, to be honest with you. I mean, I thought when it dropped, it would have it would have gone quite quickly, but it's still giving me a wee bit of hope that I might actually get a ticket if mm-hmm. it drops again. But I, 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 I don't think so, but you never know. Um, yeah, loyal points fiasco every time. Hearts are doing well, and an Easter road trip comes up. Suddenly, everybody wants it to go to a ballot instead of using loyalty points. Um, mm. Two, no, sorry, 2019, I think, when things were going very badly for Hearts, came at the Easter roads, um, ended up going to general sale. Where were these yeah. cunts then? Eh? <laughs> I know, I know. Jarvie, loyalty points for the diggers is zero, though. You can just turn up, watch the game, have a great time. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm doing either. I'm not even watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so interested. <laughs> this is a man on a, a deep, deep second day hangover. <laughs> Monday evening. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be going to the game anyway. Uh, I continue to serve a 10 away day match game ban imposed by Mrs. Jarvie. <laughs> Has that not been reduced on appeal yet? Potentially. I'm, uh, I'm away. I'm doing south this weekend. So if it, if it drops, there'll be a spare ticket there, Paddy. There you go. Um, I, before we talk about some transfer stuff, uh, I've got something, Cameron, which I think it might even cure your hangover. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Um, tomorrow is the... Europa playoff game draw and I'm going to attempt to read out a list of the teams we could play <laughs> wish me luck um, I should say these teams so these teams are playing each other on the 4th and 11th of August so the draw is going to have us up against the winners of one of these games at the end of the month yep <clears throat> so it's uh, is it Lynn Lynn Fylde no got Linfield versus Zurich. We've got Shamrock Rovers versus Shkpe. Wow. 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 <laughs> All right, okay. Who have you got on that one? Hey? Who have you got on that one? Uh, Shamrock Rovers, surely. <laughs> on midfield. Uh, we've got Malmo versus Dud Lange. I think that's the Luxembourgian team, is it? Uh, Olympiacos versus Bratislava. Marabor versus Helsinki. AEK Larnico, Larnica versus Partizan Belgrade and Fenerbahce, which is a wee bit stabby for my blood, versus Slovakko. That was all right. It wasn't too bad. It was, it was fairly easy. I think it will get quite difficult if we end up in the Conference League. Aye. Um, but yeah, more We'll 100% get Malmo because um, Malmo always get a Scottish team and they usually do them. 
Mm, it does feel like it's potentially written in the stars. Um, what do you think? Is there any other teams there that are jumping out at you? Is there anyone you'd want? Um, I think the the Shamrock Rovers tie with the North Macedonians Shkupi, mm-hmm. I think that tie is good for us. Um, the other ones, they've all seemed to they all seem to have teams that are, are fairly fairly big. You, you want, I would imagine, you want to sort of avoid the likes of Fenerbahce and mm-hmm. Olympiacos and things. So, and what Malmo. kind of size are what kind of size are FTs good at? Hmm. Not big with the Swiss League. because <laughs> yeah, I feel like that that tie as well, the Linfield and Zurich game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be an expensive jolly Cameron, wouldn't it? <laughs> Zurich away. <laughs> what have they, they they've got a twenty six thousand capacity stand uh, stadium. They were the Swiss Super League champions. Oh. I'm forgetting. Oh, we're going to have a lot of sort of Champions League qualifier teams dropping down, which a few of these will be. So, mm-hmm. top team in Switzerland. I, I don't think that'll be a necessarily easy game either. Yes, yeah, so that one against Olympiacos. Sack that. Aye. None of them. Some tough ties. Yeah, it feels like it'll be Malmo. I mean, you could draw. You can draw harder oppositions than Malmo. You've got to fancy us against them, just because. Do not have to fancy. <laughs> you know the problem is if you get if you get someone from a league like this is one of the reasons I think Malmo always do quite well is because they're midway through their season by the time they play yeah, this game. Yeah, right, well, look what just happened to Motherwell. I mean, that's uh, that's what would worry me a wee bit if we do end up with a Shamrock Rovers or a Linfield, but um, fancy us against anyone. Bring on Fenerbahce. Bring on Olympiacos. Um, but yeah, we're recording this on Monday evening, so the draw is at tomorrow at midday. Very good chance you'll know who we're playing by the time you hear this. It's probably Malmo. Um, <laughs> it's, it's exciting. And I, I've signed a, a written contract in the group chat earlier, promising to drive if we end up playing Linfield or Shamrock Rovers. <laughs> Mrs. Jarvis not signed that contract, by the way. <laughs> yeah, she, she doesn't know that yet. Um, Contract negotiations will continue. See, see for this, what would you want? What would you want first? Home tie or, or an, an away tie? Doesn't really matter anymore, does it? You don't get away goals, so no away goals don't count. But still, a big I, think, I think it always suits you to be at home second, go away, keep it tight, and then you you come home. But you know what you need to do. Ah, uh, that's what I'd go with. I think if we had a home tie first and maybe only won one or two now, going away after that wouldn't it be I wouldn't it be very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely agree. And I think it suits the way Nielsen manages as well. Aye. But we would be away first, sit tight, come back and then play a bit more open. Aye, some exciting stuff tomorrow at midday. So transfer news. So the, the first name I've got down here is maybe not relevant anymore considering the, the new South Korean rumours, but we'll start here. Cameron, uh, Hammy, Paddy. <laughs> not just saying that because I said Cameron by mistake instead of Hammy. Uh, Mikey Johnson is available on loan from Celtic. Uh, we ran a poll which came out came in very, very close and slightly in favour. Uh, what cliches do you have to come out with here about <laughs> not developing another club's player, etc.? Um, it's not a cliche, it's just not happening. <laughs> not coming back. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen anymore, you would think. You never know. Um, where, do you, where do you stand with taking players in on loan from bigger clubs like that? You've seen Aberdeen fans with banners and all sorts saying they didn't want scales on loan from Celtic. Would you I feel think, the I think if they fill a role for us, then I'm fine with it. Exactly. Like, I really like. I don't think we're in a position where you can be that kind of uh, picky. Yeah. If you can get a player that actually improves the team, I'm fine with it. Beggars can't be choosers. Mm. Aye, that's kind of how I feel about well, it. I think it's different if you were getting some somebody that you genuinely don't think is up to it, and you know, yeah. it's, it's club farming out players that aren't up to it. But if it 
if they genuinely benefit, yeah, I'm I'm not first. Yeah, exactly. Different if it was a bit of a has been. But Mikey Johnson, it's not going to happen. But if he came to Hearts, you would think he would have a lot to prove and he'd come into Hearts and expect to be the player of the season, you know, and get his way back into the Celtic starting eleven. So, wouldn't he write it off? Surprised, I'm surprised they're not selling up rather than loaning them out. He's yeah. nowhere near their first team. It's a lot of injury problems there. I think if he has a, a good full season somewhere, you never know. Hearts. <laughs> um So, aye, that's, uh, that's him. Uh, 16-year-old Ewan Simpson has joined Aston Villa. Uh, in a club statement, Joe Savage stressed that we've been well com- uh, compensated for the move, um, with reports stating that it's a six-figure sum uh, Paddy, you still disappointed to see young talent go before they've even you know, had a pro deal? I mean, they weren't ever going to play for Hearts anyway. Robbie Nielsen hates young players, but <laughs> um, I, I've seen it's around two hundred fifty thousand. We've got I can't I don't know if that was from a reliable source, but that's what I saw. We got Aston Villa seem to be snapping up quite a lot of Scottish youngsters these days. Are they? They've taken a couple off Rangers, the Rangers, sorry, as well. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, According to transfermarket.co.uk, it was 261 grand. That's take, that from, take that for what you want. That's a fair whack of money. You're never going to like, at, at that age as well, you know, if a player wants to go, then it's Aston Villa, like, compared to staying at Hearts, of course they're going to take that. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. Um, so yeah, that was that. All the best, Tim. Hopefully, we do see him break into the Aston Villa team Monday because it's a, a compensation amount, it means there's no like sell on fees included in that deal, nothing like that at all. No, nah, not going to get anything else from him. Probably still nah. made more off him than we did off Hickey, though. So, maybe <laughs> far off it, that sounds it. Um, Ryan Duncan has joined Hearts from Rangers. Um, young player is just going straight into the Colts team for the season. Um, Hammy, Martin Boyle, rumours. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, strongly linked with Aberdeen. Uh, all his family live up that way, and Hibs are, are looking to get him back in as well. Um, but the, the, the old jambles have been mentioned in the papers too. What's your thoughts? I think, you know, we're obviously going to be. If the likes of Aberdeen and Hibs are sniffing around players, there's always going to Hearts name will get chucked in there as well. Um, I don't know how I feel about it actually. I think he would improve us, but yeah. Well, no, actually, just leave it at that. He would improve us. Um, I don't. It's not quite a uh, Lee Griffiths or a Derek Radden or all that. He was mm. he had a few years done well there, so. This is always going to happen with him, though. Go over to Saudi Arabia for a wee bit, earn an absolute shit ton of money, set yourself up for life, and then come back. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no, but I think it's unlikely. Mm-hmm. Oh, it has to be unlikely. It would be the biggest banter sign I've ever. Met. <laughs> sort of was, yeah. I sort of want it a wee bit though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paddy Cameron, neither of you say no to it. Four <laughs> goals. <laughs> I guess I guess I can't really because I just said if a player improves your squad. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know if we need them. I think we might be good enough. It's striker. <laughs> just it's just less chance of you and Henderson getting into the team. <laughs> um maybe that's not a bad thing. Second last Bit of transfer news before we get to the big one. Um, Jacob Davenport looks like he could be coming to the Hearts. Um, Aberdeen have been interested in him. They've seemed to have been linked for weeks. He was a, a Manchester City Academy player, rated highly. He signed for Blackburn on a four-year deal, which just expired, but he's been really badly hampered with injuries uh, throughout his time there. And he's, he's been very frustrated that he didn't, he didn't get to play much. Sounds like a perfect heart signing. <laughs> yeah, you know it sounds absolutely harsh. Um, from what you've you've read about him and stuff, Paddy, sound does sound like a an interesting signing, doesn't it? Aye, um, he has only played thirty two games since two thousand and eighteen. 
which is obviously yeah. a concern. Mm-hmm. But I, we'll see. Hearts, eh? <laughs> That's the hearts for you. I think the thing is, though, this was sort of similar to like the colleagues of Kingsley and all that. It's, it's, I guess it's a bit of a risk. Um, yeah, same as Benny as well, eh? So. Mm-hmm. And in fairness, 36 games since 2018 probably isn't that much less than the guy that you're going to speak about at Hypo massively. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. And that's a good point there, Hammy. Stephen Kingsley was out for the best part of two years injured. Came back to he doesn't always gone. work out though, obviously, because oh. there is obviously the year for every Stephen Kingsley, there's not like an AD White or something who I granted wasn't actually that bad, but hmm. <laughs> he, he was bad, he just try hard, <laughs> yeah, 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 Mr. Angry. And hello, Simon, I forgot he'd existed to be honest. I'm quickly googling what he's been up to. <laughs> And where, where did Elliot Freer go, Paddy? I know oh, you. Oh, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jacob Davenport. It's one of those. I mean, he had a he was on he had a trial of Reading at the start of their pre-season, and he wasn't offered a contract, which makes me worry about his injuries or his fitness. Mm. But if you can bring a player in with that much potential and you give them a a low base salary, with loads of incentives, he's getting paid properly when he is playing and all that then I wouldn't have a problem bringing up any player in like that. So, yeah. We'll see. He's a, he's a left-footed central midfielder that likes to take the ball forward. He's, he's a bit box-to-box. He's Aaron McInerney. <laughs> so he's not going to fit our system and get released. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace to the train. Right. Well, saying that, we'll, we'll speak about George Grant when we come up to the game. Maybe maybe these times are changing. Uh, Eddie White, Simon, where is he? Uh, Rochdale. I just realised he played. He played for us for two seasons. Right. I just thought it was the championship. He actually was part of the. Been in hindsight, team that deserved to be relegated. Is he right in that team? Fucking hell! Totally forgot exactly. about that. Yeah. That's crazy. What a mental sign, and he was clearly a championship player. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, the last one. So, Cameron, what do you what do you talk about? What do you make him? You've been the you've been the only one that's been trying to kind of bring us down to earth. Looking at looking at a bit more critically, should we say? Oh, sorry, I'm a song blue. I was a bit confused who we were talking about. I thought we were still talking about anyway. Um, <laughs> Lee Sungbu. Yeah. Um, I don't know, because you could say he scored 10 and 22 since he's been back in Korea. Um, but before that, whole career in Europe, I know he was he was signed at Barcelona when he was really young. But, um, 12 years old. The entire time, entire time in Europe. Four goals. Like, four goals across four clubs. That consistent, yeah. and 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 you've got to think he struggled to get game time at all of these teams, including the team in Portugal that Paulo Sergio's at. Um, I, if he's not breaking in, I fail to see why we would be massively different for him. Might be wrong, but um, it doesn't really read brilliantly. If you look at those stats, mm. and I know the video looked very nice. <laughs> it looked classy. <laughs> He just looks quality, but <laughs> well, players players go up and down in their form. And I mean, this this guy in back in Korea was in like Regan Charles Cook form last last season. Those goals, you know, get them all the stakes are high. <laughs> I just see him as like a Barcelona youth player who's a full international. It's just sold to me. I don't care. Hi. Exactly. That's no, no, that never goes wrong for hearts. Reputations. <laughs> Remember Danny Amananqua. Oh, foof. But Once we've got to just have, have a bit of faith because so far so good. We'll see. I bet he wouldn't even sign. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to happen. Is it uh, Portimonese? Portimonense. 
Okay, so come on, Cameron. When they signed him, six month, six month deal with an option to buy. He played four games and they let him go. Aye, but COVID That's happened. A... No, this is in twenty twenty one. Oh shit. Aye, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a team that finished thirteenth in the Portuguese league. It's all right. They're a wee they're a wee club. You have to remember, Cameron. Like you're <laughs> you're talking about it like you're looking for like actual Messi, not the supposed <laughs> Korean Messi. Like, we are hearts and we're we getting into like, players. The big yeah. gulf between this boy and Messi. <laughs> Go oh, and support like, Man City, put Cameron. Eh? Oh, like, no. You're picking plot holes here. Like just remember the level we'd at. <laughs> like we're not going to be signing somebody that's went and scored fucking 15 goals in six months playing in Portugal. <laughs> Okay, but you want a guy that scored four goals ever? Aye, but hopefully he's not being brought in to score goals. Yeah. No, because we don't need that. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, Alan Forrest. But I think uh, predominantly in Europe he has been playing as a winger and it looks like he's been playing like as very much the Koreans have described as a shadow striker um, this season. Very much the kind of number 10 role. Basically Liam Boyce. Right, for that turns it. Um, he looks fantastic. Right, excited. <laughs> Don't know how much it's going to cost. How much money he's wanting? But we better pay it. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody pointed out earlier, I believe, is are we going to the World Cup as well with South Korea, which is another another big paycheck for the Harps, another two hundred grand in the bank. We think maybe don't quote us on that. <laughs> That's what Australia are paying. Out. I don't know if every country does that. Don't I don't think that. it's country. I think it's I money. I read before for the for the three Aussies, it was the Australian FA that pay out what it compensate the clubs for taking the players away. Right, no, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's FIFA who um, pay like your clubs as like a reward. For the, did you say for the three Aussies? Well, two or three. <laughs> Maybe two. Bet. After the weekend, there might just be one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's exciting. We'll see what happens over the next week. But it's one of these where, I mean, he's already said these goodbyes in an Instagram post. He's going to be signing for someone. Um. But I'd imagine it'll take a couple of weeks international clearance and all that. So you won't be playing Easter Road, surely. Like, yeah. But we don't need them anyway for the weekend. It's fine. Um, that's all the transfer news. Uh, quick word on the Colts team. After the resounding lead league opening win over Berwick, which saw Broken Heart sponsored player Bobby McLucky on the score sheet. 6-0. Uh, they were defeated 1-0 by Spartans and then 4-1 by East Colbride at the weekend there. Um, so, but maybe a, a sh- taking some adjustments, stepping up, more physical, etc. Right, it's going to happen every week to the, the Colts teams in that league. You reckon you, you think they're going to struggle struggle against anyone? That yeah, I think I think Hearts will be towards the bottom of that, that league and I think Rangers and Settler will be at best mid-table. They didn't win it last season, did they? No, no, but I'm sure they were up to like fourth, fourth and six or something. I want to say reasonably well. It's good we're butchering the kids' confidence early. <laughs> oh, let's play them against fully grown men <laughs> yeah, in a league exactly. in a league they can't actually win. <laughs> Rangers we were, were second and Celtic were third. What was it as high as that? Yeah, both on the same points. Oh. Bonnie Rig Rose ran away with it, though. Yeah. But there's a, a big difference between Celtic and Rangers Colts teams and Hearts Colts team. I hate to say it. Yeah. Ours ah, full of actual kids. And Ewan Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bye. I'm, I'm sure they'll improve. More, more the lads. Um, well, that's, that's all the news and transfers and stuff. Um, so before we go on to speak about the Ross County game at the weekend, I think it's only right if Paddy, you pick up the 
the big car phone there and give Jolly Jambo a phone on the satellite phone. Hello, Jolly, are you there? All right, Jarvis. Welcome aboard the HMS Good Times. <laughs> are you doing, Jolly? How's the, the cruising been in the last week? Oh, I can't complain. Like, you know, been sloshing about these high seas, like Captain Pugwash, and all you can eat. It's fantastic. <laughs> Sit every day, I've got my grub, my, my drink. Beautiful views of the, the ocean. I've, I've even got jokes. What a joke? Always. So, right, uh, this, this is a cracker. So, what did one ocean say to the other? What? Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> oh, oh. No bad, eh? Jesus. Well, um, I guess you want to come where I am. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the boat now, but where I've been across the weekend, I was uh, in the Rio de Janeiro in, in Brazil, uh, home of Ronaldo, Jesus, I presume Jesus, because there's a giant Jesus on top of a hill, um, and Carnival, and like this Carnival, no, it's, it's not like the shows at the Meadows, I'll tell you, totally different deal. But, um, ah, you know, as I said to you, I'd go to a football game every, every time I was in somewhere, so I went to see a team called Botafogo, uh, um, they play in black and white stripes, like, in uh, you, I mean, you could maybe mistake them for uh, Dunfermline until you see them play. Uh, I don't like <laughs> Dunfermline at all. Much better. Um, but the, the kind of funky tradition that I picked up that I wanted to ask about and whether I could link it to the hearts is uh, this, this team. I, I was talking to a boy and, you know, my broken Portuguese at the game and he's, he's chatting away. He's, he's telling me that back in uh, the 40s, like 1948, he was saying, he's uh, that team used to be on by what seems to be a complete madman, like a bit of Romanov, but in fact, they 30 heat, you know, the, <laughs> totally off his head. We had this big dug, and apparently he'd run his dug out onto the, onto the pitch during games, you know, try and put the, the other team off and slow the game down and stuff. This big dug's out pounding about. And then one week, the dug's out there in the warm-up beforehand, like, and it's, it's where up and it's taking a pee on, on one of the home players, right on his leg. <laughs> I think it's the wet one and won this game. So that was it. This boy was stuck with us every single week. This dog's come out and have to have a pee on his leg. Like, <laughs> poor laddie, like, he must have been distraught. His friends, family coming to the game, his, his colleagues, and this dog's taking a, a whiz right on his leg every week, you know. Pretty <laughs> atrocious stuff, but they've still got this dog. They know the same dog because they are right old dog, Ken. Like, but um, a man dressed up as a dog now, and I believe he does the action, they kind of. Well, as a dog would be having a pee. So, um, just wondering if you thought we could maybe bring an animal in, in some <laughs> kind of way to take part in, uh, you know, maybe the, the pre-match warm-up or something. All right, okay. Anyway, I'll leave you just to think about that and um, I'll see you next week. Here we are. Cheers, Jolly. Bye-bye. I don't know about you boys. I think Jolly's had quite a few sangrias today. <laughs> Maybe a bit too much sun. He's enjoying himself, though. That was good. What do you think, Cammy? Well, did anybody see the amount of fucking seagulls on Saturday? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The almost got shot on right in front of us. And then we started, obviously, discussing the time that Ashley Young and his incident. Oh, I. And Sagal told me that he denies that to this day. I did not know that. <laughs> I thought it was on the telly. <laughs> what happened? He just got shot on. I just shot right in his mouth. Oh, in his mouth. Oh, that does ring a bell, actually. That's me. The football funniest moment, classic, man. The, the guy in front of me at the games, not, not my dad, the guy in front of him got shot on. <laughs> I've never seen so many seagulls. You need to get the hawk back. Ah, we do. That could be our new mascot. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Just skating about the wheat field roof. Skating them off. That was jolly. Look forward to speaking to them next week. Um, Ross County, the actual game. Um, just before we do, 
So Laurie Dunsire said on Twitter that it was going to be an announcement 10 minutes before kickoff. So I immediately spread rumours around the wheatfield that we were announcing a player at 2.50 and told Jews, and I noticed that Jews were actually at the game early for once as well. And it was just like commentary clips from goals in that. <laughs> we, were, we were there on time because the turnstiles weren't out. Oh, excellent. Oh, really? Did that good? Right. There you go. But we're just um, new pies away from being half a football club. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and before we get to the lineups and that, Simon, uh, minute silence for Drew Busby. Uh, how did the, the display look in person? I was I was part of the TFO. It looked good. Uh, obviously, it was planned for the minute silence, and I knew it that people would put it up as soon as the players started coming out. So there was some <laughs> sore arms by the end of that minute silence. <laughs> yes, I was kind of half there. <laughs> um, I, like no one knew. Everyone was like, "Do you hold a portrait or landscape?" Like <laughs> <laughs> they were like long strips, like um, sort of French fries, eh? <laughs> well, they were just like like a. Like a big sheet of paper. <laughs> um, well, was wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? <laughs> Genuinely folk grinned you like, there's portrait of landscape, sir, I'm not sure. It's a <laughs> like, coloured paper. Like it was all you could hear, Cameron. It was a lot of confusion. Emotion. <laughs> um, the first TIFO that I can remember being a part of. It's quite exciting. Um, and I, I've seen the photographs it does look very good um, so Simon opening day of this season full house Ross County at home one of the weaker teams in the league attacking football cometh surely tell us about the back five and the two sitting defensive midfielders <laughs> listen if you're looking for flair Robbie Nielsen your man he played including Craig Gordon he played a one nine one with uh, Gordon in goals uh, Atkinson at fullback, Forrest at sort of covering fullback, Civic, Harren, Smith, Halkett, and Rolls uh, at the centre backs, uh, Alex Cochran at wing back, and Barry Mackay sort of covering him. And then Laura Shanklin up front by himself, no getting the ball ever. <laughs> um, obviously, not not ecstatic that Nathaniel Atkinson got injured. I think he's he's a good player, he's, he gives us a lot of energy. But see, when he went off and we actually brought on a centre mid that knew how to like take the ball mm. and move forward, we looked so much better. So as soon as Grant came on, what was it like, about half an hour in? Big Gorgie Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, we just looked so much better. I think playing Smith at centre mid when you've got Grant and I don't know how fit Devlin was, but he was on the bench. There was no sort of news about him being injured. You've also got Andy Halliday. I just don't really get it why you would play Michael Smith in centre mid. Um, yeah, and there, but he went to right back when Atkinson came off. Looked fine. Um, aye, and it ended up 2-1 to the Jambos. <laughs> yeah. Um, aye, when the lineups came out, it was a, a bit of a shocker that no Kingsley, first of all. Mm-hmm. Hammy, what was the latest on his, um, the news on him? Have you heard anything? Uh, back to the derby? I heard he's getting sold to QPR. Um, I also oh, heard that. that. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I also heard it, it's just a hamstring strain, and they do hope to get him back for the derby. So I don't oh. know what to believe. They both sound equally as shy. I don't know if it's a hamstring strain. Is it really going to be a week? Uh, maybe if it was just he was at Tynecastle though, so that makes me think he's not going to QPR, but. Maybe he is. How much? How much would you accept as like? All right, I'm okay with him going. Oh, I would want oh. ten million. A realistic figure, I'd want two and a half at least. Ten million. <laughs> two, two and a half, ten millions. So tw- twenty-five million. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I don't think there's much truth behind that rumor. I hope. Yeah, I think he is a very good player and I would not like him to leave. Yeah, <laughs> please. I'd be devastated. 
in that first half, um, Awuda, who looks like another fucking quality signing from Alki Mackay, where does he find them? It's absolutely rinsing Nathaniel Atkins into fucking pieces. Uh, so much so that he had to go off suddenly with a, a due to a lack of energy um, due to an illness, it was described. I think that's otherwise just known as an off day. <laughs> yeah, we were. Um, right. I, it was scary stuff at times, but uh, to be fair, Abuda looks like some player, doesn't he? Um, aye, Ross County should have been three up, like legitimately should have been three up that first half. They hit the post, the bar, and it was an all right save for Gordon. And we just weren't at the races at all. We just didn't show up that first half at all. Um, I think Nielsen said, but the intensity just wasn't there. And it, um, it's good that he's he's calling out because Nielsen can sometimes be a bit of a shite talker after games. Um, <laughs> so it's good that he kind of recognised that it maybe wasn't the intensity that we needed and and that things need to change before next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nielsen also said after the game, he's, he described it as rustiness in the first half due to a lack of competitive football. He said that's why he enjoyed the Premier Sport League Cup group games. So did I, Nielsen. Really missed them. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit the bar, hit the post, had other chances, um, struggled with with it all. Um, I was questioning everything at halftime. I was, was wondering, could I get my money back from a season ticket? Thinking about other hobbies I might take up instead if I wasn't here every other weekend. Um, but thankfully, the second half did get much better. Did it? Um, <laughs> For like 10 minutes. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, well, first of all, Ross County at half time, by the way. So they had nine shots with only one on target. But then within those shots off target, one was off the bar, one was off the post. It's crazy how much they dominated that first half. Aye, they they um, bullied us. Yeah. In the second half. Sorry, Cameron. I think they top six. I think they look like a fairly solid side. I mean, they, they look quite obviously quite dangerous going forward, but I generally thought they, looked, they were they were worth a draw at least. Yeah. Aye. Oh, hundred percent. Well, um, George Grant looks like some player. Aye, he was really good. Very impressed. I thought um, there was very few moments of like actual joy from that game. George Grant's performance was one of them, and I think um, the two goals were great. Yeah, well, speaking of the goals just now, I was uh, maybe maybe not worried, but just the most underwhelmed I was about one of our new signings was George Grant. But now I'm very excited to see what he can bring, and I think he's got to start against Hibs. I uh, I wouldn't see the point in playing Smith and Harden again. <laughs> no, no, that's for sure. <laughs> um, the the first the first goal, Simon. Um, we'll talk us through it. Was a, a beautiful bit of play with uh, from Alan Forrest. Aye, so I'm pretty sure he picks it up, starts it, passes it into Grant, who I think three players go with go with the run. I can't remember who makes the run. It might be Shanklin, but three players follow him, um, and Grant. Reverse passes it back to Cochran. Cochran. Oh, yeah, because Cochran got the assist for the second goal as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, pass it back to Cochran, who just slides it, it to Forrest. It looked like everyone knew what to do. Limited touches, creating space, pulling Ross County apart. One of the very few moments when we went forward that actually looks really impressive. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get more. Like Grant, Cochran was here last season, but he hadn't played with George Grant. He hadn't played with um, Alan Forrest in a competitive game, so so once they get used to playing with each other, Shanklin obviously was a new a new player in that game. So I I think it will get smoother. I'm not I'm not worried yeah. just yet. But that first goal was a great example of what could be on the horizon for the Gorgie Lions. Yeah. Um, Cameron, what did you make of Shanklin's debut? Competitive debut? Just call it a debut. Don't know. Or to criticise, really, like he wasn't wasn't given a lot to work with. I think we were set up. Disappointment for me would be that I think at home he kind of, especially the first game of the season, you want to make about a statement. I don't understand why we wouldn't play both him and Boyce. And even when when it came on, when Boyce was coming on later on, it's kind of oh, you might get two of them together, and it was a straight swap. Um, 
he, he feels like he needs someone playing off him. Yeah, I know he's Mackay and Forrest there, but they're, they're much further out of swing. It, it really feels like you need someone in behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Grant kind of drove it forward, didn't he? And then <clears throat> Forrest and Mackay started to sit a bit narrower. It did get better. Um, and I think I think the way we play will suit Shanklin, but the, there was a lot of balls over the top they were expecting Shanklin to run onto. That's not his game. You know what I mean? It was a, a funny one at times. Um, Hammy, Barry Mackay's goal, is it better than his volleys? Tell us about this one. Um, better? Uh, it's, it's certainly up there. I mean, it really just comes from a pretty long ball. Up the top, over the top, he takes a an absolutely incredible first touch that just completely wipes out two defenders. Did he mean it? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say aye. Of course he did. <laughs> um, I think you give him the benefit, but you know that nine times out of ten, that is not coming off. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so he's taken out two defenders. He then, another little deft touch, takes out another defender and the keeper leaving him pretty much an open goal when he slots at home. It was, it was kind of incredible. Just um, for coming for just a sort of, I don't want to say a long punt, but it sort of was really just a long ball. Um, but it was a good ball. Dag- and diagonal. Second assist for Cochrane. Um, yeah. <laughs> Great. I'd be claiming that assist, I, every fucking day of the week. I'd be like, you didn't score that goal without my ball. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, superb um, and Hammy just to continue on the goal immediately afterwards I, I didn't I, I don't know anyone that actually seen it idea <laughs> <laughs> next thing the, the ball was in the back of the net um, but looking back on the highlights um, it, it looks like uh, Rolls kind of switched off but to be fair to him so did everyone in the stadium <laughs> I um I wasn't even in the stadium at the time. I was in the pub, but um, <laughs> again, we, early to punch. <laughs> we did just um, again. While I'm watching the highlights, we did just turn off, it, and it, like I say, this when you say about the Cochrane ball, that actually seemed like it went up with some purpose, and you try to find these man. Whereas this one, it was it was more of a hit and hope, and nobody attacked it at all. And yeah, the boy just ran right through the defence. It was just odd. Mm. Um, Aye, I think maybe that a bit of rustiness again from what Robbie was saying about you know not playing competitive football. I even think a wee bit of it. Looking back, Gordon probably could have done a wee bit better. He seems to he seems to hold back quite a I lot. Can what? Um, <laughs> That's the podcast cancelled. <laughs> it's a long ball over the top. It goes gets all the way, the player gets all the way to near enough the, the six yard box. Which I, I don't think you should be able to do for a ball over the top. Um, he could have done better. I see criticisms. I see criticism with Gordon saying that like guy is very slow to come off his line. Blah blah blah. blah. Let's just no add any confusing extra running or potential ball control and mm-hmm. passing for Craig Gordon. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he gets caught. He gets lobbed all the time when he comes out. So just let him stay and go, and at least he has a chance. Hmm. Yeah, the, the ball should never have been bouncing. It should have been cleared Aye. by a defender. Aye. Um, is the first stupid bit. And yeah. also, it came for a fucking throw for us as well. So <laughs> the whole thing was just terrible uh, from everyone. I didn't even realise it came for the front. Um... Who threw it? <laughs> Who threw that ball? Uh, it's for the left side, so Cochrane. So technically, oh. nearly three assists for Cochrane. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you boys think of Roll's uh, competitive debut? I think he, he had some shaky moments in there. I was never worried about him like I like I worried about John Suter. Um, he was shy, um, so <laughs> I I'm excited. Yeah, he looks very see. He looks very good with the ball at his feet, dribbling a lot of the time. But there was one total brain fart moment. In the box, if you remember, uh, second time. Oh, when he like almost fell over his feet. Yeah, Aye. what the hell happened there? Um, but yeah, I think again it'll be rusty. And I say first game of the season, you're going to have wee moments like that, and yeah, but yeah, that was 
pretty much it. In the second half, we nullified Ross County down to just three shots. And we up tires. We had seven shots, four of them on target. Uh, so much more clinical, two goals in there. Um, I'm not sure how quickly he's left also for the pub, but after the game, this is new, uh, they interviewed Craig Halkett on the park while, while the players were walking off. <laughs> nah, um, I missed and- that. I left it full time, <laughs> but I'm not hanging a bit. Yeah, it was like a couple of minutes after, like the, the new announcer interviewed them. But it was proper cliche stuff like, what did you think of today? We were in great in the first half. We were better in the second half. Are you looking forward to playing Hibs next week? Yes. <laughs> do you know what's nice. better than what? Do you know what's better than like the cliched interview after the game where you had to hang around the list? Jarvie rereading that cliched <laughs> interview after the game that you didn't hang about for. <laughs> Very good. Um, when we compress this file, Cameron, you're going to sound like you're in an actual can of beans. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to hear you now. <laughs> um, but on this note, if looking ahead to Hibs next week, Hammy, over to you. Kick us off with kickback thoughts on it. Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. So wouldn't it be? a derby without hearing about how Jambos Kickback views Hibs fans and the upcoming games. One says, I was speaking to Hibby yesterday in the Boozer and he said he, was, he wasn't confident until after Saturday's result, as if beating 10-man St. Johnson changes the fact they are pish. Another one says, hope they start Josh Campbell. Hope they start Rocky. Hope they start Porto. They'll get ragdolled if they do. All absolutely humming. And says, wonder if it'll be like the semi-final and their sole tactic will be to butcher us off the park and be allowed to get away with a totally shite set of officials. Let's get it up the shower of utter cants. Another one says, let's put these fuckers back in the box next week. All getting excited like they fucking are. Can't wait. Another one says, Saints down to 10 men after 58 minutes today and the scum scraped a win in the 93rd minute. No doubt they tramps will think they are world beaters again. They're a fashion. People with not much about them are hibbies. I don't really get that one, but there you go. Um, another one says, I hope Mackay, Forrest Grant t- torment the living hell out of them and Shanks makes it physical enough so he reacts. I want to tear these fuckers a new ring piece. Already counting down the sleeps. Come Saturday, it'll be like a little kid again on Xmas Eve. Um, another one just says they are 100% dug shite um, I've said it before on this forum Hibs are so far behind us it's ridiculous what's the obsession with seeing them as rivals our rivals this season are Rangers, Dundee United and possibly Aberdeen Hibs rivals are St Johnston, County and towards the end of the season Dundee another one says should do that mob but we'll wait till after the game to celebrate if and when we win Generally, that's how it works, I would say. Um, <laughs> there are some predictions. 3-0, based on the season's opening performances. That's to Hearts. Nobody thinks Hearts will get beat, by the way. Um, 2-0 to the famous Boyce with both goals. 3-0, Cochrane, Grant and Shanklin to score. No idea what Hibs are like after one game. We were fairly poor yesterday, so a huge improvement is required. 1-1 would be my prediction. No one says 1-1 or 4-1 to us. If we score early, they might crumble, but got a funny feeling it's going to be tight. Another one says 0-0. Hearts are too defensive, but the hobos are cloggers. So, nobody thinks we're going to win, but a lot of people think we're going to draw. What what do you think? I do think that that game against St. Johnston, and obviously it's the first game of the season, and I've, I've not really watched a lot of Hibs, but we know what's going on there. Could be a relegation battle. I agree. I do. Like, Hibs have been talked up as, like, the name being in the top six, but I, I've spoken to some Hibs season ticket holder friends, and they are genuinely talking about a, a relegation battle this season. Their aim is to stay in the league. Hi. <laughs> so we, we did speak to, let's say, a Hibs fan on Saturday at some point, and then... Um, yeah, they're not not looking keen for this game. But like, I I feel playing at Easter Road is a bit easier um, 
just because Tynecastle could be a difficult place to play. Um, so if if you've only got like a, a small group of fans, they're going to be loud and singing in away games. Are always much better, aren't they? Yeah, mm-hmm. for fans anyway. So I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. It's obviously feeling confident about a derby makes you a wee bit worried because you think, well, I don't know, but I do feel like we are a more professional team. We have better, more experienced players. They've got a lot of changeover um, compared to their teams that got beat off us twice in a week last season. Um, so I. Let's see. Let's like let's go. Um, we need to step up the intensity, but I am absolutely buzzing. No, I, I read a stat: Robin Nielsen's never won at Easter Road as a manager of Hearts. Really? He doesn't really do big games, does our Robbie? Though, does he? Yeah. No, like, he doesn't. Beat them at Hamden twice, but still not beat them at Easter Road, which I I thought was I, I thought he had. Yeah, that's concerning. <laughs> but, it, it does feel this could be in the weekend. It does feel like all the pressure's on Hibs, isn't it? So it's the road. Lee Johnson's already under pressure. Secret secret agent Jambo. Um, and I we can go into just playing. Well, we should go into this playing nice attacking football. But Robbie Nielsen. I do. I want to give Robbie Nielsen credit and say that I feel like he is sort of learning for his mistakes. Like he, he will make a mistake and sort of rectify it and move forward. Um, so. Hopefully we do look a bit better and if there's one man that can get you buzzing for a derby, it's not Robbie Nielsen, it's Gary Locke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but Simon, you've famously said on this podcast quite a few times, Edinburgh derbies often go the other way. The one team's flying. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up the fact that I said that the sort of two years either side to 2016 when they won the Scottish Cup was their greatest ever period because... <laughs> In the championship, they no at like the either side of that where they like had like a couple of good players that they managed to sell on. Right, they won yeah. the Scottish Cup. They were competing in average attendances with us, and I just think for them that was like the the pinnacle. And I just think they've returned to their means, and will just be this owner will get bored, and they'll just be another skeleton in leaf. Mm. <laughs> does oh. getting beat four <laughs> 0 and this whole podcast is on Hibs, don't it? Good. We're doing something right. Yeah. But we, we've all caught in what, what you have said before, Simon. When one team's flying, it's generally the other team in the derby that comes out of on top. Aye. But I, like I said, I've just got a different feeling about this team. The type of players we're bringing in, I don't think this is like a big occasion for them. Like, well, too big an occasion. Um, mm-hmm. I think we were kind of caught between players who didn't understand what it was and just got too excited and didn't show up. Yeah, so I think this team's got the quality. They know they can beat this team. I don't know really who have Hibs have signed, but I don't think they've got much better than from when we last played them. No, no, I don't think so at all. So I think we might have just depended on what lineup we pick. Well, in terms of lineups, we're going to win. But how? By how many goals? Over to you, Cameron, for buy or sell. Buy or sell. <laughs> I missed the first one of the season, so I will do a run-through of how he's got on at the weekend. Put it this way, he's all scored two. Me, Twitter and Instagram scored a one. We. Oh, we winning. (laughs) Up you. Over three and a half new additions to get game time. There was four. Um, Is that right? Yeah, Rolls, Grant, Forrest and Shankland. Yeah, that's right. Um, Cochrane yeah. didn't come. Um, Shanklin to get a goal on his competitive debut. The only person to sell this was Paddy. So well done, you miserable, miserable man. <laughs> <laughs> um, hearts over 2.5 goals. No. And then a clean sheet for the new defensive pairing. Well, I mean, obviously it was a howler, but we probably should have considered before then. So that is what it is. So yeah, there you are. Everyone on two except me, Twitter, Instagram, one. Now, on, to, on to the derby. Um, four questions, really straightforward. Sure, you all get four for four. First one, Hearts over 4.5 shots on target. Now they had four at the weekend. Bye. Sell. Sell. 
So, <laughs> oh, oh. No. I'm going to buy it if I get I don't know why. That was 4.5, yeah. 4.5, so yeah. five shots and up. All right, fine. I'll see where this is going. Um, now, obviously, we didn't really enjoy the fit of field pair at the start of the game. Um, so, do we think Devlin comes back in the start at Easter Road? Bye. I'm going to buy that too. I'll buy. Bye. Sell. Oh, oh, I knew you were going to do that. You oh, playing slightly opposite games in week two. Linking into the shots, I feel like I know where you are going already, but um, Hearts over 1.5 goals. Bye. 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 Oh, you are they're going to have to be so clinical. Always. Yeah, but wait, how many goals did we score this week? Two. And, and how many shots on target do we have? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sell four. for me. Was it, was it four shots, two goals? Aye, four shots, two goals. Aye, four shots. Did you sell that, Hammy? Yeah. Oh. Um, and then, I mean, Hibs have already had one of their, in their games this season, albeit it wasn't actually then, but uh, a red card. For either side. I think it's due. I've got to buy one. There's nobody one in ages. Aye. I'm going to buy that big rocky lad he's at the back. Him and Porteous. Aye. Fucking... He's, a, he's a bit ro- ropey. Aye. Hmm. Well, I've been the opposite to Hammy the whole way down, so I'll sell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sell. Just don't, don't feel it. All right. There we go. Hmm. A big tame, boring, nil-nilly. That's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> loads of shots, loads of goals, no red cards, hearts over 1.5, Devlin's done. Happy days. Oh, Gates got next week. Ideal. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, remember, if you're listening to this podcast, you're getting it a day later than you could have been um, if you just went and subscribed to the Fourth Officials uh, Patreon channel. Um, so go and have a look at that on their social media. I think the, the links through our in our links in bio too. Um, so join us. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't he butcher that at all? Um, it's getting late in the evening here. Um, but yeah, join us next week where we finally find out who are playing in the in the Europa uh, playoff game, looking back at Hibs and ahead to an even bigger game, Dundee United at home. Uh, so until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.